Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Path of Revelation show. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker. And this is where the culture meets scripture. guys welcome to the path of revelation show i'm your host gabriel parker and this is most definitely where the culture meets scripture listen i am so excited we have an amazing show today for you guys and when i the reason why i say we is because matt is going to be jumping on here pretty soon but listen we just got back in town from tupelo mississippi we had the opportunity to perform and minister at the Marriage and Life Conference uh, put on by Urban Family Talk, the AFS. Shout out to Will and Miki Addison for, for bringing, in up, bringing us out once again and hosting us. We had such a phenomenal time. It was, it was such an encouragement to see a remnant of believers come together and exalt the name of Jesus. Um, session after session, encouraging believers to to uh, stand on biblical principles, dealing with topics like uh, depression and suicide, and um, the LGBT, and and how we as Christians should be navigating through these different issues and topics as they. As, as, as we are bombarded by culture. And so it was, it was such an amazing time just having a phenomenal speaker after speaker come and just come with biblical wisdom and insight. And I had the opportunity to also be on a panel with Flame and and some representatives from Engage Magazine, and it was just humbling. It was really humbling because I just remember, I remember before Matt and I was traveling um, um, as artists, and you know, we we were we were always local, and we were always faithful in that. But I remember at my church, we we hosted Flame twice, and each time that we hosted Flame, um, I was the person serving them. I was the person taking him to get something eat to eat. I was the one making sure that he was taken care of. And, and listen, I love serving. I believe that's what it's all about as believers. I, I believe the highest position that you can have in the kingdom of God is as a servant. And 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 so, just fast forward to this past weekend, I went from serving this brother to. Being on a panel with him and also being in concert with him. And so, you know, I've just been learning to reflect on uh, how God is operating in my life and, and where he's brought me from. And, and, and listen, just just a side note, we we have to be grateful. We have to sometimes we 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 struggle with being content. In the Lord, because we're not paying attention 
to the blessings that we already have or the things that God is doing in our lives. Um, you know, I've talked about this before on the show. How, why it's so important that we're not that we not covet or compare ourselves to others, because the moment you begin to covet and, and really compare yourself to others, you'll miss what God is striving to do in your life. And so it was a blessing and it was just a humbling uh, opportunity to be on a panel and, sh- and, 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 and let let what God has put in me um, be shared with with the people this weekend at the conference, you know, the concert was crazy. Uh, it featured uh, us, Path of Revelation, J. Will Music, uh, C. Micah, Cam, and Flame. And it was just an awesome, awesome event put together. Once again, shout out to Will and Miki Addison for a phenomenal job and what they're doing for the kingdom. Listen, this wasn't just a gig. Like, I don't, I don't view... Um, dates that we get now as gigs, I view them as assignments. Like I'm not just trying to go, we're not just trying to come and perform. And like, we really want to minister. We really want to edify the church. And so this weekend was great because I feel like it embodied everything that we stand for and everything that we're about. But listen, the featured song for this episode is going to be our song, our new song from our new project, which is available now, is going to be the song, our song, Godly, from our latest and new project, The Peculiar. Listen, it's available now. However you listen to your music, just type in Path of Revelation, The Peculiar, whether it's Apple Music, Google Play, whatever. Just look it up. We've been getting great feedback on this project. It is our last project as a group. Uh, We will be doing and putting out solo music through the name and brand and ministry path of revelation. But listen, support. It is kingdom music. The purpose of this project is to edify and uplift the body of Christ. So make sure you check that out and make sure you go get it. Listen, also, uh, Matt and I, we're going to be tackling an email that we recently got received from one of our listeners and it's centered around dating and overcoming sexual sin so that's what we're going to be talking about when we come back after the featured song dating and overcoming sexual sin you don't want to miss this let's hop into the featured song godly Christianity makes you a slave to insanity. Don't care, you ain't a fan of me. No. I'll take your jokes to your mockery. But the father is proud of me, I went about to the Akala Kawali. Yeah. It's easy to go with the trends, but all of your friends in this new age. Yeah. 
Christians don't care about sin, so they learn in the bin, so they burn sage. What a huge mistake they take it from a witch page. Look into astronomy, ask faith. Igniting a holy god with rage. Temptation every hand, I ain't playing. I'm just saying, I ain't praying that we're standing in this plan. Not abandoning our fandom. He's fashioning the planet. This is random, I'm saying, I'm planning. The word on my heart. The Holy Spirit got me seeking truth like a canine. It's got me seeing all the hypocrites with Christian written on the head with a crayon. So keep going, the path is still golden. I'm not a theologian, but my heart is still for him. I gotta be bold, yeah. I know I sound old, yeah. I'm told go along with the slope, but the slope would choke out the path that I chose. We were tough toe, one step, lightly, lightly. One fall, be bold, let's live godly. We won't. One step, lightly, one fall, be bold, let's live, we just want to live, godly, I don't really care if you truly do not like me, we just want to live, godly, I don't really care if you truly do not like me, they say self-love is the key to what's wrong with the world, so learn how to love you, but self-love that results in greed and lust, so to say it's the key is untrue, wars and genocide, man won't kill his pride, all the result of Self-love, self-love is our default We don't struggle with this on my prayer Lord God help us, help us The key is to know how much God really loves you He came in the flesh, took our sins in his death Also his wrath when it crushed you They say, don't judge when somebody's deceased At the drop of a hat, turn around and put somebody in heaven With rest and peace Thank a stranger every day, yet they're foreign Just because we pray doesn't mean we know him Singing, shouting, the church going through the motions Doesn't mean a thing if there's no true devotion Help us not to be a hypocrite Help worship go beyond our lips Help us stand us by how hard it gets Whether in a palace or a pit Whipping me, killing me, the enemy Enter me, be so weak, soon we'll be the enemy So we flee adultery, fornication, lust me Death to me is heavenly, but the spirit flesh ceased Answer, when he's calling We just try to be godly Dancing, I'm all in Ain't nothing gonna stop me We won't tiptoe, won't step lightly Won't fall, be bold, let's live godly We won't tiptoe, won't step lightly Won't fall, be bold, let's live Like me. What's good, bro? Man, all is well, man. All is well. You know what's good, man. Everything is good, man. So so what I what I wanna do is um what I've been trying to do, Matt, is I've I've always encouraged people to email us the prayer requests and topics that they would like to hear discussed on the show. And so one of um, the listeners recently emailed emailed a topic that that they would or he would like us to address. And so what I'm going to do, I'm going to read the email just so people can hear it. Of course, I'm not going to um, I'll keep the name of the person uh, disclosed, but I think this is a good topic because you and I 
Um, I believe we we both have advice in this area, um, and we can offer some pretty good perspective on this. And so I'm going to read the email. Um, it starts off by saying, I don't know if you have covered this on the podcast because I haven't listened to the last few, but do you have any advice for breakups? He says, I dated this girl for a year and we are both involved in the same ministry and friend group. The core of the breakup revolves around sexual sin. We didn't go all the way, but still way too far for a couple who isn't married. I was just wondering if you had any advice or could maybe cover this on a future podcast. So, hey, this is the episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is the episode. You and I, I most def- and I'm kind of laughing because, you know, we've both had our situations that we that we've had. And and I'm kind of laughing because we lived through them together. <laughs> and so, um you know, yeah. you know, I'm not sure if you want to start off or I can go. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I can start off. It ain't a thing, man. Um, it's interesting. Um, a couple of things that I've heard or, you know, what was said in the letters that you're involved with ministry um, with her um, and as well as uh, the same friend group, um, that speaks volumes to me. Um, yeah. And the fact that you have the uh, same mindset, so to speak, with that person. So I think you said that you were couples in there. If you're couples in there, if you're a couple, um, then yeah, I mean, I'll speak from my experience. You know, me and my wife, um, we, we dated for probably like a year, year and a half. Um, mm-hmm. got engaged and got married and all that stuff. But within that engage within the engagement and offering being um, you know, together as a couple, um, we did do some things that, you know, would you know, fall under sexual sin. <clears throat> Actually just to be blood, we've had sex. And um, you know, it it was it was a very convicting and uh shameful time in my life. Um, it was something that, you know, we both prayed over, we both, um, uh, had a lot of regrets in that aspect. Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, I'm not sure where you are as far as the breakup, but this is what I'm saying right here. You can still work. You just have to create boundaries. Mm. Boundaries are a key thing. Um, if you're, that's why I said, if you're in the same friendship, friendship group, you're saying ministry, you're like, it sounds like you're like-minded, seem like, I'm not sure if you guys are, you know, um, outside of the sexual tension or whatever it is, but if you have great chemistry as friends, it's okay to stay a couple. If you need to have the friend uh, title just to make you feel better, you know, or make, keep that boundary, uh, that's cool, but you do have to make boundaries. You do have to set limits and parameters about, uh, are you being alone? Um, what are you watching? You know, well, boundaries boy. are yeah, boundaries are a key thing, and that's something that me and my wife we we didn't um, <laughs> we just didn't consider those things too too much. Like 
we didn't we was all alone a lot of times. We in an apartment together by ourselves a lot of times. Mm. And that's just that just breeds, you know, um sin pretty much. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, um I'm not sure uh, you know, again, what route you you guys are on as far as like if you need to break up <laughs> but if you're talking about just trying to avoid sexual sin, I would say just create boundaries. Stay with her and just create boundaries. Can and cannot do. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm reminded when I whenever I think about this topic because Matt, you know, you know, I've struggled with with sexual sin as well while I was in ministry. Most people know, you know, a lot of people have heard the song The Night where I talked about that wrestle, that that challenge that I faced. But one of the things that I that I that I think about when I think about um, um, sexual sin, man, is the Bible, what the Bible says in first Corinthians, chapter six, verse 18. It tells us to flee from fornication like. It does like it doesn't say it doesn't use the word flee for any other sin. Not saying that we shouldn't flee iniquity or run away from iniquity or, the, but but specifically when it's talking about fornication, it says flee. You know, don't jog, don't walk, don't power walk. It says run. And so, I'm reminded um, of also another scripture that talks about. A married person's mind is on the thing of their spouse, but a single person's mind should be on the things of the Lord. Now, I don't I don't believe that doesn't mean I, I don't believe that means we shouldn't date. But what I'm learn what I'm seeing um, in, in this culture is that when it comes to relationships, the world has con has conditioned the church to treat. Uh, boyfriend and girlfriend like married couples like right. you know what I'm saying and and, right. then, and then you have soul ties come in and and it's like I, I was talking with a young man who um, I mentor or, or disciple and you know he was struggling with sexual sin with his girlfriend and I was like and I had to tell him I was like look man she's not your wife you're you know you're not her husband um, you're not her husband and she's not your wife. I was like, as a single person, your obligation is to the Lord. And uh -huh. I think one of the biggest things that you talked about was, was boundaries. Like when you say boundaries, what specifically, like what's a, what's a example of like a, a boundary or something that, a, that, that can help a person out? Yeah. You know, like if you find out that, you know, or, or here, here you go, right here. You guys decide to have a movie night, <laughs> and, and the movie night only involves you two. That's guess, you, Operation you much, Failure. <laughs> you can pretty much guess what's about to happen next. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but why not have? If you go have a movie night, have two other people right next to you. You know, two other couples or whatever. And as soon as you leave, y'all leave. You know what I mean? Uh, they leave, y'all leave. You know what I mean? Like, right. y'all split up. You know what I mean? So it's just like being proactive versus reactive. Because if you're going to be reactive in a sinful, <laughs> sinful uh, state, you're going to react to sin pretty much. 
And we all know too well, you know what I mean, that, you know, if, you're, you're, if your body, if your mind is vulnerable, um, especially to the person that you really like, it's, it's that much more easier, you know, to fall, you know what I mean? So right. you want to be, you definitely want to be uh, proactive in what you're doing. You know, you want to look ahead because so many times I caught myself not being proactive. I just be like, yeah, I just bring it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we just going to do this. We just, I, I, I don't want to sin. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to sin. You know what I mean? So my, my want for not wanting to sin um, is going to override what happens tonight. Man. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like uh, catch twenty two. Like you you putting yourself up for uh, for failure. You know what right. I mean? Right. So so so, yeah. so so the the key uh, and, and a lot of times we don't and and I find this a lot of times when I when I t- even when I was falling into temptation and falling to sin, um, I find uh-huh. when I talk with people about t- uh, 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 struggling with sin. A lot of times we miss the preparation period. Like the temptation is the actual test or is actually game time. And, and I'm putting it in sports in, 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 in um, using sports as an analogy. If you've ever played sports, whether football, basketball, track, the off season of, uh, was key. It was key to be using that time to prepare you know, in the off season, you should be in the gym. You should be practicing. You should be shooting around. You should be running. You should be lifting weights. Like, because you know that game day is coming. The season is coming. But what happens a lot of times is we don't prepare and we put ourselves in positions where we're having confidence in our flesh. And the Bible it tells us not to have confidence in our flesh, and so, and so, um, this is something that I've I, I think about too as it relates to this. The Bible says, um, uh, when temptation comes with it, He provides a way of escape, right? But a lot of times, I find that a lot of times we fall because we. We don't take the we we go against the route of escape. We we literally put ourselves in positions where we're gonna fall by having confidence in our flesh and stuff. And so I think the boundaries conversation is 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 important. Preparation and setting boundaries. That's it. That's it. And I've I've had again we've had me and my wife. You know, um, God is good to where now we can use. you know, what God brought us out of as a testimony, you know what I mean, for others, uh, because we were in it heavily, you know what I mean? Like, we found ourselves bound, but we didn't know how to abstain or how to get around it. But um, eventually, uh, the Lord ended up, you know, um, gracing us to where we did set boundaries, and uh, we were able to, you know, avoid a lot, you know what I mean? So... Um, the key thing, is, like you said, is the preparation. Like, mm. if you're preparing yourself mentally, you know what I mean, uh, to to avoid and scripturally, you know what I mean, to to avoid a certain situation. When game time comes, you're you're ready. You know, I'm not saying that it's not going to be hard. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, that's what that's the point of a test. Tests can sometimes be very hard. But if you're prepared for it, you know what to expect or you know what to what the what the next test is. You know what I mean? So right. um 
Yeah, and, 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 and there's a thing too, man. I just remember as a single man, when you see a beautiful girl and you single, your harm, you know, your hormones are raging, you're young, um, it's easy to get thrown off track where before the before she came along or before he came along, if you're female, you were in your word, you was God, I surrender all. I'm in, I'm involved in Bible studies. I'm doing the work of the Lord. And now this person comes and sweeps you off of your feet. And now you're not praying like you used to. You, The time that you would be praying and seeking God, now you're on the phone and you're falling asleep. By the time you get off the phone with them, you're too tired to pray. Um, your regiment is being thrown off. And so now... Your, your, it's funny how, man, we, our flesh, um, never gets, um, we, our flesh, you know, we, we start, we'll starve our spirit, man, but our flesh will keep consuming things. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so now our flesh is, is, is gaining traction because we're compromising time with God. And I'll just share my story since you shared yours. Um, you know, <laughs> So, so (laughs) I only had 16 bars on the night to do it, but, but, but I'll give a little bit more detail. So, you know, in, in, in school, you know, there was this young lady, we were a part of the same Bible study and, you know, she, she had recently just uh, committed her life to the Lord, which was convenient for me. (laughs) <laughs> because I, you know, that's one thing I, I had told myself I did I um didn't want to do. I did not want to date someone who who wasn't a Christian. And so I'm like in my mind, like man, she a Christian man. She you know she trying to get her life together. You know, so she trying to sur- surrender to the Lord. I'm like, let's go. And she beautiful. And so. What ended up happening is as we started dating, you know, my flesh began to just, you know, I began to, you know, you know how our flesh does. And, and, and so I'm like, man, I'm pulling my flesh into subjection, man, praying and stuff. And then I remember the the Holy Spirit began to convict me and, and, and basically tell me to leave her alone. Now, this is my story, this particular situation. This is the, and this is why it's so important to um, be submitted to the, to the leading of the Holy Spirit, be to, and, and that's to be filled with the Spirit, allowing Him to lead and guide you into all truth. The Holy Spirit began to speak to me and say, leave her alone. And you know how when you, you want what you want, you will ignore God. You will ignore all the red flags. You're like, man, no, I'm tripping. Man, she, you know, I begin to reason with myself. Oh, I'm tripping, man. Like, she good, you know. I'm I'm looking at what I'm seeing on the outside. I'm seeing we're going to Bible study together. You know, we, you know, we do, we're doing, we're doing the Christian thing. But there was obviously an attraction amongst each other. But. God, okay, man looks on the outward, but God sees the intent of the heart. Like God sees the inside of us. 
And so God, the Holy Spirit was warning me. And I remember um, just really wrestling in my in my heart with the Lord, like wrestling, like, nah, I hear you, but you go let me have this one. <laughs> like that that was kind of the extent of my wrestle. And and I could and the Lord wouldn't let me get sleep. Like my you know, and I remember one particular night I went to sleep, man, and I believe I believe with all my heart, I believe I believe this was a prophetic dream. The Lord gave me a dream, and it was a dream of warning. And in the dream, he showed me that if I don't leave her alone, that I'm going to get her pregnant, and we're going to have a child. And I'm not going to walk away. And in the dream, I saw myself. I did not walk away from the faith, but I did walk away from my responsibilities and and, and my purpose as a minister because I had so much shame and guilt and condemnation on me from because once I got her pregnant and it became public news and, you know, I was leading Bible studies and leading others. And so in the dream, you know, the Lord was just I believe the Lord was showing me that if this happened, I wouldn't be able to get over the guilt or get over myself falling and I would walk away for a season. And so I remember waking up from that dream, Matt, and I just immediately woke up from the dream and hit the floor on my face and said, God, I'm sorry. I'm God, I'm sorry. Like with my heart racing and saying, God, help me in this area where I'm weak. Right. And then, you know, once that wore off, I was right back trying to find once all that conviction wore off, <laughs> yeah, it's a war. <laughs> it's a war, man. Once that conviction wore off, I was right back, um, <laughs> uh, arguing with the Holy Spirit for for lack of better words, but arguing and saying, uh, you know, maybe I am tripping. Maybe that ain't God talking to me. Maybe, you know. And then the Lord was like, leave her, leave her alone. And I'll never forget this. I remember. Um, because at the time it was a group of, it wasn't just her, but it was a group of believers, new converts that you and I had been ministering to. And I remember you and I went home for the weekend so we can go to church, to our home church, um, and just to see our family. And I remember, I'll never forget when we came back Sunday night, came back to school um, that group of Christians was like, Gabe, Gabe, like they, Matt, Matt, like they couldn't wait. And they was like, man, did y'all never, you guys will never guess what happened this weekend while y'all were gone. And they began to share with us while, while we were, um, they had decided to go, uh, to each other's rooms and just anoint each other's rooms and pray and get rid of anything that tied them to their old life. So they were throwing that's away. That's a message right there. That's, right. That's a message right there. Like, because they had made a commitment of faith to, to Christ, they begin to throw away their old music. Anything that represented the world, they begin to throw away and pray for um, and anoint each other's rooms. And they said when they got to her room, 
the young lady that as they begin to pray and throw away CDs or whatever tied her to the world, they said an evil spirit manifested out of her. And the, and the evil spirit began to howl like a wolf. And her, and her eyes began to change and they couldn't really, they couldn't hold her down. And now, mind you, these are new believers. Like they, they're not familiar with, really familiar with spiritual warfare like that. They've never experienced something like this. But they're, and they told us, they was like, Gabe, hey, Matt, the only thing that worked was when we began to call on the name of Jesus. When we began to call on the name of Jesus, what was in her had to calm down and, and we were able to take authority and, and, and she finally came back to herself. Now look at that. That's crazy. What if I would have ended up getting into sexual relations with her? And getting into a relationship with her. And so here's the thing. Our flesh wants what it wants. And our flesh will tell us that we know better than God. But see, God knew us before, knew us and them before the foundations of the earth. See, while I saw a pretty face and nice hair, nice body and all of this, God saw the outside and what was on the inside of her. And so, you know, um, and I've had, you know, we have, we, we've had many different situations, but this is so important, man. One, and I, and I'm, and, and listen, I'm, this is going to help somebody out. And I know Matt can attest to this. We as singles, sometimes we feel like, man, if we get, if I just find the right one, find my wife, find my husband, I'll be whole. But, but you, <laughs> it's funny, but you have to, you have to learn how to be content as a single, because if you're not content as a single, you won't be content as a married person. Man, let me, let me tell you, bro. Like, if you're thinking that, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm having some lust issues now I'm out single. It'll all be cured, quote unquote cured, when I get married. You out your mind. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Boy. You are out your mind. You still, here's the thing. The flesh is never satisfied. Right. The flesh will always continue to be hungry. It will seek after the next thing. Once it accomplishes one thing, it's on to the next. So guess what? When you when you get married and you having some other issues, it's going to manifest in your marriage as well. It's going yeah. to manifest Woo. whether you whether you still watching porn or whether you whether you uh, listening after other women. You know what I mean? While you while you married, it's still going to manifest. So it's up to up to you know modify the deeds of the flesh. You know even while we're single. You know what I mean? While if you're single, this you know it's it's it's, it's not saying it's going to be a perfect, you know, weathering storm, but the more that we're being perfected in Christ, you're going to realize what areas you got to stay away from. Man. You know what I mean? It's going, back, it's going back to that boundary thing. Like, you know, I remember my pastor preached um, some years ago. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, you know which situations 
in, in the mindset you're in in certain situations that causes you to sin. So avoid those situations to the best of your ability, pretty much. You know what I mean? It's like putting no confidence in the flesh. But like, you know, going back to the original point, if you're thinking that, you know, you know, I'm gonna, once I get married, you know, I'm going to have sex regularly. <laughs> this, keep in mind, this is my mindset, too. I'm going to have sex regularly. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to cause me, you know, to, 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 to please my appetite. Then you're out your mind. You're yeah. out your mind. Because so, the, the flesh is never satisfied. It's, it's never satisfied. And it's kind of... It's never satisfied when you're single. It's never satisfied when you're married. So um, either way, you know, it's up to us to, to die to the thoughts that's going inside of us, to our members. You know, we have to die to those things and put on Christ. Um, and this is another thing that, um, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I wrote a seminar on, on our latest project, um, The Peculiar. Um, it's called, the, the title of the song is called Closure. And closure pretty right. much talks about coming from what you were in the past. Mm. Um, if you had, if you had any situations to where you know you feel so ashamed of, you know the Bible talks about Romans eight and one. You know, there's therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You know, so a lot of times, even as believers. You know, we can be, we can go through a situation, we can go, we even, even looking back to our old life, mm. we will get so condemned, we will condemn ourselves. Wow. We will condemn, we will condemn every single time we fall or we have slipped, and it will make us feel not worthy. And I've dealt with that so many times. Like, wow. me and my wife, we dealt with that so many times to where we felt like we weren't worthy. But the thing is, the blood of Jesus. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not, it's not a temporal, uh, uh, temporal uh, resolution. Right. It's something that is, is eternal. You know what I mean? It's a constantly washing us. It's constantly redeeming us. Because if we have a contact heart, the book still before the Lord. Those are the things that He would want to describe. Um, I believe if we're true believers, you mm. know what I mean, and we're actually seeking after the Lord and we actually have a conviction on what's going, you know, how we feel or whatnot. I believe, you know, the Lord speaks of it, of how He forgives us even while we're in our sin. Right. You know, Christ still died for us even while we're in sinners. You know what I mean? So wow. um, it's important that we are not condemning ourselves even in that situation. So even the, to the young man Connor, and, uh, that's his name, right? Um. Huh? Well, I think it was Connor. But anyway. <laughs> to the young man in our email, you know what I mean? Like, don't condemn yourself. That's the hardest. That's the that's the roughest thing we can do is you know not forgive ourselves. You know what I mean for um, uh, for the things that we did. Like we can forgive everybody else, and we can believe the Lord is forgiving us. But sometimes we still cast that stone at our own self because we're not forgiving ourselves for what we did. But the Lord has set us free, man. So yeah, um, and, and you know what? Yeah. To to that point, like. When Jesus said, it is finished, like, he didn't say, like, yo, it, listen, I'm done. He didn't say, I'm dying, and then when you mess up, I'm going to have to come back and do this again. So, no, he's, he said, it is finished. Like, the work of Christ is finished. And so, w- w- what that says to me is, Christ didn't just die for our past sins, or even our present, but... 
he died also for for our future mess ups. Now that doesn't mean we can continue in sin, but that means that we have a mediator between us and the Father that when we do sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness when we come to him boldly. And so like I'm one of the scriptures that has really helped me because you know, I've wrestled with with um in the past pornography, you know, um but thank God for deliverance though. But in the past I've wrestled with it and I remember um even in this situation with this young lady that I just shared about. Man, I would I would feel so condemned. I would and, and me and her never we never did. We never had sex, but but just where I was going mentally in my mind. I was an I was an adulteress at heart, as the Bible says, you know, I went there mentally and it was conceived in my heart. And um, and, and I just remember the, the just the guilt and constantly beating myself up. You know, it, 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 it drains you. It makes you feel like you're not worthy to be used by God. You're not worthy. How can you come in and now? Uh, come here and sit in Bible study like this. Who do you think you are? And the condemnation and the weight. And, and really, when we allow condemnation to take root in our heart, it's really just a form of self-righteousness. Because at the end of the day, we didn't we didn't free ourselves to begin with. Salvation is not of our works to begin with. We we obey because we've been set free. And, 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 and so one of the scriptures that really helped me and even helps me to this day is first John chapter th three, verse 20, where it says, if your heart condemns you, God is greater than your heart. And so just as rich as we can be, and this is a word for somebody just as rich as we can be in condemning others and even condemning ourselves, we as believers have to understand that God is more rich in mercy. Wow. He's more as just think of think of the day that you beat yourself up the most, the most condemnation. God is more, much more rich than that in mercy. Wow. And so that that helps me walk mentally that helps me walk in a freedom um that i hadn't experienced before and you know what i'm saying who am i to beat myself up if christ has forgiven me that's right man that's right <laughs> you know and, he, and, 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 and you know if you really try to live righteous you know what i mean like you know first first off our righteousness uh, uh that are filthy rags you know what i mean so yeah but if, if you think about it this is going to the nth degree and shit, okay, you know what I mean? Like, if you look at a woman in a, in a lustful way, you have committed adultery in your heart. Yep. So, you know what I mean? So just even bypassing the act, the actual act, but just thinking about a woman, you know, lustfully in your heart, you have committed adultery. Yep. So guess what? Your righteousness ain't nothing. You know what I mean? So, Man. you know, I, Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So it's just going to the nth degree about it's not just 
only the actual acts that you do that's creating the sin, but it's what's inside of us. It's right. the thing that is, you know, it's our mentality. It's, it's the lust that, that, that causes us to look filthy before the Lord. So it's not anything that we're doing that can be saved. It's nothing but faith alone. It's why we're saved. You know what I mean? So right. and this is it's powerful, man. Yep, because here's the thing, too. What you're saying is so good. And I know we got to wrap up here shortly. What you're saying is so good because even on our best day, <laughs> we're still guilty before a holy and righteous God because God's standard of good is perfection. And, 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 and that's why the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And so, and so we make the mistake of thinking that we have goodness to begin with. Um, I'm reminded of the rich young ruler. He comes to Jesus and and he's like, man, I've kept all of the commandments since my youth. And Jesus is like, why, why callest me good, good master? There's none good but God. And he says, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And, and it would seem like Jesus is actually contradicting himself, but he's not. He's actually establishing a new covenant. He's actually establishing the New Testament. Jesus responds, and, and it sounds like he's saying what the rich young ruler just said. Jesus said, keep all of the commandments and you will have everlasting life. And he says, take all that you have, sell it and give the profits to the poor. Now, how do we know that? He was establishing a new his a new covenant because the rich young ruler had just said he had kept all of the commandments since his youth. Um, but the new commandment was the law of liberty, the law of the spirit. He says, follow me. And when the Bible says when he heard that, he became exceedingly sorrowful. And so. And so he had kept the Mosaic law. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. But he, exactly. he thought that was enough. He didn't realize that the Mosaic law was pointing to Christ. <laughs> and so, and so yeah. we, we don't have any goodness. That We make the mistake. So, so here's the reality, and, and I'll wrap it up here. The reality yeah. is we are not good people with the ability to do evil, we are evil with the ability to do good. And, and, and we are only righteous or we are only good when we are in Christ. And so it is insane for us as believers to condemn ourselves when Christ has made us free and fr free indeed. And so it is a matter of just walking this thing out. And when we can get over ourselves, me not be, when I learn how to not beat myself up and really understand how much God really loves me and, and how and how I'm beating myself up and he's loving me. Yep. It meant, his goodness brought me to repentance. That's it. That's it. And so, man. <laughs> That's it. That's 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 fire, man. Like, you know, we 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 have a lot, man. We have a lot um on the way, you know. Um, 
I know it's the the hour is late. Y'all probably heard the kids in the background because it's late. But but listen, we Matt and I, I know I talked about it in the beginning of the show. Make sure y'all go out and grab our new project. It's our last project, the peculiar. We've been getting great feedback from you guys. Um, listen, it's available on all digital outlets. It's, it's, it's amazing project. We just really want to encourage the body of Christ with this, with this project. We're also going to be in Dallas, Texas, the end of July. I believe the dates are, uh, is July 27th. 27th and 20th. Yeah, 27th. Yeah, 27th. Yeah, the 27th. We're going to be, uh, uh, ministering in song with our, uh, ABC Adam and Believers Council family, uh, with Pastor G. Craig. Most of you guys know Pastor G. Craig from the Truth Behind Hip Hop series, anointed series. Yes. He 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 yeah. has rap at his church. <laughs> he's not he's he's not against rap. <laughs> uh, he he's against hip hop, and so we're gonna be fellowshipping. That's family. Um, also, um, I'm gonna be preaching at a church here in Detroit the day before on the 26th, and I'll uh, for for listeners who are in the Detroit area. Uh, God willing, the next episode, I'll have details for that on that as well. Um, is there anything you want to say to the people, Matt, before we... Man, um, we appreciate all the support, uh, all the great feedback that we've been giving for, for uh, our latest album, The Peculiar. Um, it just came out uh, yes, uh, Monday, so um, already we've been getting great feedback, so we appreciate the love. Love you. Hey, you guys have been, this has been the Path of Revelation podcast. This, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Love you guys. We'll catch you guys later.